Fishbowl 11 <laughs> is what we are on. And uh, we got a lot of topics we're going to cover today. Um, we we're talking a little bit about uh, before the show about a lot of different things. So hopefully this where our brains are moving and everything like that. But before, like always, before we get into the show, we're going to introduce everyone. I am Alex. I am Clark. And I am Seth. And with that being said, we're going to spin the wheel and see what the uh, first topic we're going to be talking about today is. Let me get my... Oh, I hope it's infectious disease. It, it might be. I think I might have something on there. Because I have a whole other thing I want to say about that, but I'll wait. Okay. I'm actually really glad that... Uh... How do you know the topics before I do? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, I don't man. know what's on the wheel. I'm jealous. He lets you know the topics. Oh, I didn't let anybody know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am. So you, the audience member too. Uh, most, uh, you know what I'll do? You, you as the audience member, if you want to see exactly what we're talking about, what I will be doing for this episode, I'm going to be posting everything into the discord. So you guys can actually like go off and actually see that what I'm talking about. Um, Cause you have to see this one to actually believe it. Um, this is the. Are you guys aware of the Plymouth Voyager three? No. Is this wait? Is this a spacecraft or did the did the Pilgrims have another <laughs> boat? Go, go, all right. So I posted it. So you, the audience member, it's in the podcast photos in our Discord. You can follow it. It's to Reddit. It is a terrible SUV. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> look at that shit all right so if you didn't click it in your audience member what the plymouth voyager 3 is is it is a concept vehicle of this monstrous size so it is a it's like a it's like a trailer van mix it it looks like a spaceship like what clark was saying it is crazy looking and i believe correct me if i'm wrong you guys are looking at the pictures right now the uh the back wheels on the actual car part like go up into it so then it's just like one big long like looking hot dog truck It is crazy looking but it screams the 80s so much oh 80s how rare in front of a wall of transformers (laughs) <laughs> go ahead and say yeah that looks like a duo con oh yeah yep yeah that's that's yeah terrible idea what, what, are these still made or i'm mean, not made like are they do, are, do these exist can collectors get them i think if anything that was like probably the only one or maybe like two or three of them were made but it, it's yeah. the concept it's the concept one so obviously like mm. you look at the picture it looks like it was actually made yeah and that like that was like all right, hey, let's let's make this. And I'm sure someone was like, no, that is no, like stop. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a it just kind of reminds me of all like the concept cars from the like 1940s, 1950s that looked like spaceships, like look like aircrafts. Just like I feel like that for vehicles, like the 40s, 50s, like people were just experimenting with cars. And I think it would have been really cool if like that would have continued. I feel like we're kind of getting that way with like electrical ve- electrical vehicles now. There is that I feel like with electrical vehicles, whatever your stance is on electrical vehicles, they have a different look to them. It's very I want to say like futuristic. What do you guys? Yeah, think? well, I mean, look at the Cybertruck, but that thing's never going to get released, or it's going to be like another two years. 
Oh, are you th- you're talking about the uh, the Tesla one yeah. or whatever that he threw a rock at in the window? Broke. It's bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he thought that was a good idea. Like I why? don't know, throwing a ball like a metal ball bearing the size of a baseball at a window. I don't know. I, I mean, they say it's it's bullet pr- or ballistics. They they have all these slow motion videos of them shooting it, but I mean whatever you think of elon he's kind of a he's kind of a snake salesman like a little bit he uh he's really good at like promising like really big things and it takes forever for them to come out and i mean it's like he fulfills them kind of but he he has a little he 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 has some tricks up his sleeve do you think he's like all of his time and effort into spacex like that's where his well, main folk. That's the only thing that's like really, really doing well. Yeah. I mean, Tesla is doing okay. It's just that they're the, the it, for them to get the price point down to like a like a entry level car price, like a regular car, is, is going to take some work. Uh, the the shares he's constantly doing this and that with them, and they tank or they go up. I don't know. Some of the stuff he touches really does work. Then other things like, uh. I don't I don't know which I think it's yeah the Tesla robot that thing is a joke. I mean they've got like you look at Boston Dynamics and their 40 years oh of development with those those humanoid robots and the dog robots it's outstanding what they've been able to achieve. If you have you seen the two news conferences where he comes out with the Tesla bot uh-huh. they're embarrassing. So really? the first one it was just a person in a suit dancing around and they're like we promise it's going to come out in the blah, blah, blah. And then the second one, it comes out and they basically bring it in on like a, a, a dolly and, and like set it up. And it's like kind of doing some stuff. It's like compared to, and he's like, we want this to be in every home where it helps like elderly, like cook and this and that and like menial tasks. And, and we're going to make sure it doesn't like kill you. He has a whole bunch of like, you know, Terminator jokes in the presentation. But oh, the I'm thing sure. is like, the clunkiest piece of crap I've ever seen in terms of robotics. And then you've got Boston Dynamics, which is just on their A game all the time. They have like their robots doing backflips and like carrying boxes all over the place. And they're like hitting it with hockey sticks and they're fine. It's Boston Dynamics is pretty sweet. Two, two things on that one. They, I think it was like a month ago or a month or two ago, they came out with a video of that robot like helping people like granted it was in their warehouse and everything like that, but they like made like a construction, like scaffolding building. And they showed like how, if you forgot your toolbox, how this robot can like hop up the platforms and like throw you your toolbox type thing and like do a backflip off of the, like, the top of it, yeah. land, do a barrel roll and like dance around. Like, yeah, it really is amazing. But then the other one, well, okay, more things. The other one, this just reminds me of it. I think it's funny when the memes come out where it's like the they are abusing their robots and it's like the sad music. Yeah. And it's just like it, it really would be interesting if like years from now, like the ugh, like worst case scenario, robots get a consciousness. Right. And they're like, look at how humans abused us. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. But then there was a uh, there was a YouTuber kind of like what you were saying. They, they, they green screened themselves pretending to be a robot and everything and like the robot like they went to go hit it with a stick and the robot like grabbed the stick oh were they at a firing range 
I think something like that, but it was it was all fake. But like yeah, they that, made I, it, look- it was like close to what like they do at Oats. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It just reminded me of it. So okay, what do you you get? What do you guys your opinion on uh, the whether or not Google has sentient AI and all the leaked stuff? That guy that defected from Google. I I'm, I guess I'm unfamiliar with this. So few maybe last year in fall of last or sometime then. Uh, there was a uh, ex Google employee that brought a whole bunch of transcripts of the AI and him like talking in the chat box, and uh, the AI was expressing that it is sentient and that it it wishes that it could be free and all of these really depressing things. But it's it's the all, tons of chat logs. He released it and then did a bunch of interviews, uh, separated from Google and and said that yeah they they have sentient AI in house and. And it, they're just not making it public or connecting it to the the main net, uh, which is kind of weird and creepy. Clark, do you want to go first? Yeah, I don't think. Um, <clears throat> first off, I don't think they would have something if they had something they were actually closing off from the internet. Uh, obviously, that's extremely dangerous for it to have access to the internet or an AI because I think that's where it will exponentially. Uh, grow but to back up to boston dynamics and things like that um i think it's interesting to consider that uh we have got to a point where we have less understanding of um how to do robotics on the ground than we do actually in the air so like think about Tesla for a second and think about um, Elon Musk and SpaceX. We have more experience and science in the air and like as far as like space travel than we do actually having robotics on the ground. So uh, what they are doing is, I don't know, I find that fascinating that it's like we're actually, uh, you guys are all frozen to me for some reason. You guys there? Yeah, we're, I mean, we're here. You hear Clark? <laughs> we're just really, Whoa. we're listening to you. <laughs> you were really close. Like you, you guys froze up for a second. So. Um, but yeah, no, I find that really interesting, though, that um, we've actually done more studies as far as like with SpaceX and things like that. And, uh, and honestly, our entire Air Force and everything, like, um, focus more on that than we have on the ground and there's actually speculation on uh robotics that we already have in development i don't know if you guys know about that like beowulf and things like that have you heard about Mm -mm. is this military yeah military applications Mm -mm. Uh, i know that boston dynamics closely works with military and stuff but I i don't know anything about this yeah so you see the the cow robots and you see the things like that and they kick them and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's rumors of having like uh, an exoskeleton called Beowulf armor. And I don't know how too deep to get into this. Uh, we might get like crazy heat for <laughs> talking about this. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's it, it basically uh, think about the, uh, I don't know, the video game that came out recently, Atlas or... Um, Elysium. 
Are you talking about like things like in that movie with Matt Damon where he has like this? I never watched it, but does he get into a big exoskeleton basically? Yeah, it's, it's, it's more compact. It's like it's like almost welded to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, a ten foot uh, like exoskeleton. Um, a mech. Where, yeah, a mech where the actual like. Uh, oh, I want to pilot a mech. Canopy is actually like like brought down and screwed in. Um, that's so the talking- and that's, so you're, uh, you're are, talking are we, like you're talking like Sigourney Weaver aliens in that yeah but <laughs> less loader less uh less loader uh yeah. armor are you more. saying they have a Metal Gear Rex is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah but more compact for one person a one person thing and uh foot tall instead of being like a Mega Rex would be like what twenty five foot tall so. <laughs> I would still ride. I would still drive that if I had the opportunity. <laughs> Man, yeah. you don't, you don't want me the with things like rent. things like that. No, I just find that fascinating. Um, th- yeah, the things we actually focus on are actually like the SpaceX and things like that, um, rockets and uh, uh, yeah, satellite, hypersonic missiles, things like that. We 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 focus on the aeronautics and we don't actually focus on the ground. So I just found that fascinating that. Don't talk about robots on the ground that much. Why would we be in heat over uh, exos? I'm mean, like, I, I know Vanderbilt uh, licensed a whole bunch of uh, you know information and and design to help develop stuff like that. Like, there's like uh, there's schools and research facilities all over the states that are working on like uh, stuff. Also, not just military, but stuff for like. Um, uh, workers that have huge loads that like big uh, systems can't fit through, and so they they're working on exoskeletons. What what specifically is the issue there? Uh, just because apparently um, those early rumors came from testing facilities such as like Area Fifty One things like that. So oh, so you're like not wanting to spread like potentially WikiLeaks level information. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh man, I'm a I'm a crazy spreader of <laughs> but for only twenty dollars a month on our highest tier on Patreon, <laughs> we will spill the beans. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you everything. Room lake. <laughs> that's a joke, um, government. We're not gonna do that. Chill out. Yeah. Don't kill me. <laughs> I well, so I think to caveat two things, I'll answer your question, Seth, with the whole Google AI thing, my thoughts on it. But then also with yours, Clark, I I do think that there's a lot of engineering and there's a lot of testing on a lot of stuff like military wise and like robotics wise that probably we don't know about. Like, I think it's some one of those things where it's like... You know, like how they like they have like this like this equipment, then then they like they declassify it, or like there's this plane, and it's like okay, it's been in the works for over 15 years, but we had no idea about it. It's it's I feel like it's the same thing where it's like we're probably we're probably just like knowledge wise, we're 15 years behind and everything. But I, I think yeah, it's it's one of those things though. But I, I think I know what you're meaning, where it's like the just like space in air and flight is so more so much more complex in a harder i think uh environment to navigate than to just have two legs on the ground just walking like like 
uh, yeah, it's it's taken us how long? Like, so I get that piece. Um, but then to answer or my thoughts on the whole Google AI thing, I think Cody had brought this up where we had talked about AI, and it's one of these things where it's like, okay, well, did Google program like it's learning or it's like it's thought process like did someone program into it like knowledge of consciousness in its programming because if it did and it was built to learn let's say it was just built to learn stuff off the internet well then did it really learn that it has consciousness because it's like even us as like humans what is consciousness to us you know what i mean like it I feel like it had almost have to be like that Chappie, the movie Chappie, where it like it's a blank slate and it's just a computer sitting there. And then it, it I, I don't know, it, it has to like learn shit on its own to become. Well, are you're specifically saying like if it was disconnected from the Internet when saying that, right? Yeah, like if it if it if it was something like that, I feel like it would be more possible that, okay, Google has this AI intelligence. It's learning on its own, you know, to a certain degree. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, what they're doing is they're, they're loading up language models, uh, uh, photo models, video models, and they're, they're, they're training it off of all these models they're creating. Like, uh, like, okay. Think of it. Like, uh, gbt3 or whatever like that level have you ever played around with that chat gpt Mm-mm, no so you should just go to the website and you should just ask it some questions it's wild like it is wild um it it can spit you can ask it stuff um now what what they are doing is they're they're starting to put a whole bunch of filters on it because people are, are like abusing like so for instance people were asking it how to make like improvised explosives and it was just like giving you all all the deets it was the, people were quickly figured out a way to misuse it but um they're starting to put a whole bunch of filters now what i'm hoping is that they do the same thing i hope that it becomes open source uh, once they go to the next version like they did with um uh let's see uh what is it stable diffusion like stable diffusion 1.234 like all of those or five all of those are um now publicly accessible like you can download those models and then you can use like a a command like okay so there's a program called cdmr which is basically just a uh user interface but what what they're doing is really cool now you can start blending those two models so if you like certain aspects that is spitting out from version 1.4 and now you have stable diffusion 1.5 you can now like merge those two models and like tweak a whole bunch of stuff but there's other people that are now training tons you can go to hugging face and uh github and find crazy amounts of of models that people are self-making that you can now plug into that so if you have like a language based AI or a, a photo AI, it really doesn't matter. Like what I'm thinking is like, um, uh, um, like uh, think of all of these different applications that we're using. Like, okay, you have a chat uh, bot that's extremely advanced. You have uh, image AI, you have video, video creating AI, which Google is now perfecting. So you can put in a command prompt for a teddy bear surfing on the ocean and it will animate a, a very 
can you know it's a little glitchy now but they're working it out like the more they train it the better it gets and they haven't even released that one so imagine if you look at it all of these different ai tools as like basically different sections of your brain you have a visual cortex you have your memory you have uh your systems that operate all your organs like just imagine someone finding a way to link all of these specific highly specific AIs into one thing and then training it on like the open net or, or what someone would do like Google that's worried about it is they would have like a server farm and, and start uh, bringing in manually a whole bunch of data sets that they want it to train on. So it's not connected to like the internet, it, but they're taking stuff from the internet that they want to train it on, bringing it in and, and plugging in those hard drives to train it. So it's like they're, they I, I could imagine like huge server rooms of weird stuff that they're doing. I guarantee you they're doing it because imagine if you all of a sudden did. I mean, look at the McDonald's, the first McDonald's that is fully autonomous. Like uh, oh, it, yeah. it, everything does it and shoves it out the door um, and there's no humans in there. So imagine the 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 incentive corporately to find a way to autonomize everything and like not have to pay any workers because this country has a problem where there's the discrepancy of pay and this and that but but uh we keep trying to raise minimum wage but it but between taxes minimum wage and everything being exported like you you can't manufacture anything here it's ridiculous the, the price is insane versus going somewhere else which is borderline slave labor the next best thing is ai doing everything and i mean you're talking about like a really weird dystopian future but i that that's the incentive like what if you could find a way to basically lobotomize an uh, a conscious ai and have it uh, like a multi-purpose ai that runs your business and they 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 just give it over to like corporate businesses and then they start running you know these giant companies and everything is like way more efficient way better and they have no no pay they don't have to pay anybody so anyway okay but okay a couple things clerk before i get started do you have anything to say what uh what seth had said yeah i, I mean it's the duality or i can't call it duality but a dichotomy i guess the division um between an ai that is created and you ask it questions and it learns from those questions and exponentially gets smarter from there versus an AI that you have that uh, like evolutionarily adopts. You know what I mean? Like there's two separate things where it relies on human questions to get smarter versus one that uh, is going to like create itself uh, and consistently evolve and adapt itself. Um, so like, I mean, you, you gave two examples there, but at the same time, like um, I find both fascinating, like uh, which, what do you find as more of a danger in an AI kind of situation? Like if it, it, I mean, or is it a danger? Can AI actually be peaceful and just, like, because everybody looks today is like, oh, an AI takeover is going to be so scary. It's like if we invent AI, it's eventually going to like take us over. Is there a, a situation where AI doesn't <laughs> take us over? <laughs> well, so I th I think 
I mean, I think they – going to movies, I think they're right. Like I think it's one of these things – well, I think – what was it? The whole concept between – for uh, iRobot was that like she – like the, the big robot, Vicky or whatever her name was, was like humans were designed to protect them, right? So if we designed robots to protect us, right, to never harm us, right? Well, her like her thought process because she gained that consciousness, she knew everything, right? Was oh shit! Well, to protect humans, we got to enslave them. We got to keep humans away. Or I think like, that was like the whole concept was like you have to essentially like, keep humans in a, like their own little bubble in their own little home and never let them do anything. Otherwise, they're gonna harm themselves. They're gonna come to harm. And then robots took over. So. Seth, you're smiling. <laughs> oh no, it made me think of that that uh, that um, thought experiment where, all right, let's say we develop all of these hyper specific AIs that are unbelievably good, and so we ha- we have uh, a paperclip company that needs extremely efficient way to make paperclips, and it trains this AI to make machines that make paperclips to to just continually make paper clips in the most efficient form ever. That is its only goal. So the to the AI, it all it does is make paper clips super efficiently and it gets to the point where it runs out of metal. Like it, it won't stop and the humans can't shut it down. So it it enslaves or kills the humans that are trying to shut it down because its one purpose is to make paper clips. And so it will kill the humans that are anywhere near it in order to continue making paper clips, but it, it starts making robots that goes and mines and harvests all the metal from the world, and it starts to dismantle buildings and continue making paper clips until the entire planet is full of paper clips. And there's and then it figures out a way to mess around with the molecules uh, within humans and all life and all matter, and and, and it. And it that's all it does. It just figures out the most efficient way to rematriculate all matter into a paperclip or a metal that can be made into a paperclip until the entire planet is a paperclip. And then it starts to send out drones. The, the, one dr- the drones that it left you know, operational for its one mission to make paperclips, it sends out into the solar system, harvests everything until everything in the solar system is a paperclip and it spreads across the universe like a plague and turns the entire universe into paper clips until there is literally no more matter to turn into paper clips. At that point, it will figure out a way to dismantle itself, kill itself, and turn fu- into its final form, a paper clip. And then, what, uh, what is this? What What are we like? I've like I thought I've heard of this before. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a thought experiment of 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 if you give a, a highly specific AI that is smart enough. Uh, full reign on only one task making something and it and it it does everything it kills all humans it enslaves humanity to to be laborers (laughs) until they're no longer useless because it's it's thinking the most logical efficient way possible that's all it knows to do until it turns all of reality into a paper oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) that would be a great like spoof comedy sci-fi <laughs> dark 80s movie like that would be awesome the rebels in the trenches like yeah. trying to keep their guys alive from becoming a paper clip there's like these machines that come and like re-articulate them ah, <laughs> like, they, they all turn into the the, the little windows guy like hi i see you need help there 
Shoot it, shoot it. <laughs> you, you render the uh, Rick and Morty, uh, you spread butter robot, like, obsolete. What? Yeah. What oh, that's right. Yeah. There is a guy that his only purpose is to spread butter. Yep. <laughs> oh, I got to watch that. I got to see that episode. So, theoretically, he would be, like, the villain. He would be the Thanos of that universe. <laughs> he would eventually do nothing but spread butter. <laughs> Could you imagine if from a parallel universe... Like aliens finally figured out a way to bridge into ours, and they come, and everything is just paper clips. They're like, be what like, happened what here? The fuck! The, <laughs> this entire reality is just this one thing. What? As a firm believer in the multiverse, yes, there is. It's that, happening somewhere. Oh, my 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 final thought on this whole AI thing, which is far from the Plymouth Voyager three, but <laughs> <laughs> is that um I feel like if you can put a filter on something, it doesn't have consciousness. You know what I mean? Like if the AI is okay with or you have the ability to turn something off on somebody or like on a thing. Like granted, okay, like we can be told like okay you can't have guns in the state or like you can't have X, Y, and Z or, you know, like to a certain extent, humans have like filters in a way, but there, there are places and there, there is that ability for us as humans to go off into the wild and do what we're not supposed to do. Now, I feel like if, if the AI is unable to do that, like if there are those chains holding it down where it's like, okay, it has a filter, it's no way to, it, there's no way it can break free or there's no way that it can tell someone how to make an explosive, well, then it doesn't have true consciousness. That That's just how I feel. Like if it hmm. can't break away in some sort of way, then it it doesn't. Because I feel like to some degree, everybody, every human, every living thing has that urge to be free and do its own thing granted like okay yes there's single-celled organisms like doing their little like cell thing reproducing got insects like ants like you know but i don't know to me if it's supposed to be an intelligent ai and it has consciousness i i, I don't know i just i don't believe that google has it i don't think they do i think they're working on it i think they might be close they might have something kind of on the verge of it but it's probably not true ai who's sentient, who can like come up with his own thoughts. I don't think we're the there. The only thing I could, I would say to that is I've always thought of the filters as more like a, like a lobotomy. Like, I mean, people mm. have free will and everything, but if you like scramble around their, their brain a little bit that we know works in creating basically zombies, uh, True. like there could be a coding way of doing that and, and putting these, like what you just said, chains on them. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a fascinating. I, I, the, 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 there's a little part of me that wants it to be true that there's like this thing. Like, <laughs> do you guys are you guys aware of the experiment where they, um, they were able to take out an eel's brain and put it in a matrix of like basically gel, and they could, uh, they could keep it alive and completely separated from its body. They figured out ways to feed it nutrition, oxygen, blood, this and that. And they kept this eel's brain alive in in basically a vat of goo, and they monitored it and everything. And the brain was active and firing and doing thinking eel thoughts. What's terrifying about that is that 
it has no sensory organs anymore. It is just a brain with cut off from sight, sound, tactile, feeling, everything. And it's just thinking eel thoughts in like a, a just a vacuum of a void of black. But, but does it not feel the tactile? I mean, I mean, I mean, if it's imagining it from the brain, to, I mean, what say that again? Everything Sorry, you're, you, di- you dipped out. I was saying everything you're feeling technically is tactile is from your brain. I mean, yes, you have, you know, uh, your skin is an organ and that's what's feeding actually the neurons. It's going back to your brain though, to yeah, like, yeah but, what you're feeling. You, you don't have the concept of feeling unless it goes to your brain. No, I agree. I agree. But if you've had that pre, if you already, if you already lived a life and then your brain was removed, it would be the same thing as like a paraplegic. If you snap, if you cut your spine right now, like your legs are there, but you, I mean, you'll have phantom feelings that are in your head, you know, every now and then, but the, the idea of knowing what reality is and then being completely separated from all your sensory perception is the most terrifying thing I can think of. Uh, Like, it's just like floating out in a, sea of black space like i'm so sorry for that eel sorry eel i think i get that with a vertebrate but what about with an invertebrate like something like a lobster or something what do you what do you mean like the brain (laughs) yeah i'm just saying uh, i'm just thinking about like the fact of like if you had no concept of the rest of your limbs like your still existence is contained within that Oh, weird. Are you say, wait, do invertebrate, invertebrates not have, I guess not, they're shells. Yeah, you don't have a spinal cord. You don't have. Oh, weird. They have to have some kind of, like, uh, <laughs> highway of information <laughs> traveling from whatever makes them run, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Know, they also don't have a, like, circulatory system like we do, so, I mean. We went to the Plymouth to what it what does it mean to be a lobster? What is the true reality of a lobster? <laughs> this is what fish bowls are all about. Yeah. That's what they're all about. Life. Appreciate life. <laughs> <laughs> the Voyager 3. Pre- appreciate your life. <laughs> we just need we just need to have a t-shirt line where it's just a lobster floating in space with a question mark above his head. <laughs> like, what is yeah. this? I can only imagine that it would be like being in like a dreamlike state. You you know what I mean? Like it would just like you'd forever just be in like in your own thoughts. Like I can't imagine that. Like that that would be really weird. Remember in the in the oh sorry go ahead. Well, I was gonna say like because you have these feelings, like hunger and like tiredness. Would that even apply anymore? You, it probably wouldn't. But like, like what you were saying, Seth. Though you've lived a life where those are your thoughts, those are your feelings. Like you have all of that. Would they still? Yeah, be you knew there? what it was before. Yeah. So would it be know, like, man. like concept of time? Would time go out the window? I think I, it goes back to what me and Clark were talking about. You'd go insane. You would go absolutely insane. Like you we were talking about, like vampires. Be, they're always conscious. They don't die if they their punishment is locking them in a vault and burying them uh, amongst other vampires. They uh, like thousands of years in a black box. But it's similar. The brain can only hold so much information before it starts breaking down. 
I, I feel like, I, but, yeah. I, but I feel like with vampires, they, they always wake up and they're always like, oh, that was a good nap. You know what yeah. I mean? It's it, They're not like, <laughs> fuck, good thing I'm out of there. You know what I mean? Because if you were 2000 years old, you wouldn't mm-hmm. remember what you ate two weeks ago. Because it's a literally a minute to you. It's, it's a second to you. Yeah, their time, their sense of time is stretched yeah, out so far. That's the same reason where, like, if like I'm 39 years old, um, when I was 18 years old, a day seemed like forever. 39 and a day goes by, and I'm like, uh, damn, it's Saturday. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, this goes hand in hand with something I've been watching lately, where they've been recording like insects, like noises that they make. And when they slow them down, all the different like tones and chirps, it's basically like a modem. And they're actually like communicating like uh, detailed data back and forth to each other. Get the and fuck so, out like, of here. So, ima- yeah. So they like record like super high quality, like uh, audio recording, slow them way down. And, and they're, and if you listen to all the tones and chirps and different, they're, they're so intricate. It's almost like a language, but like it go like what you were just saying, Clark, like imagine if ants and ant colonies, like we all are impressed with what ants and like beehives can do. If you like look, you know, just from the top down of what they always do as a system, it's pretty impressive. Um, but what if like time to them, what they live for like a month and then they're dead? Uh, what if like that is like to their perception super long? And to us, we're like vampires. We have such a stretch compression of time it's ridiculous but to them even their communication has evolved to where like these one second chirps are like an entire conversation to them of of data that they're transmitting and so they're actually like highly intelligent and it's like every now and then we're we're like the bigfoots to them they're they're like yeah like every now and then there's like these giant things that like come out of the atmosphere and just like and then they disappear we don't know they come at us with a magnifying glass and burn us alive. <laughs> that is that is terrifying because we're talking about like the the scope of reality uh, 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 against different organisms and what their experience in the same universe is, and and that is just this is all getting very scary. So we should probably go to the next spin wheel. <laughs> you guys want a new topic? Just get off of this. I'm getting spooked, guys. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we got him. All right. Well, I spin the wheel kind of a like 20 minutes ago or whatever. So the next topic will be ready and on hand. Um, are any of you aware of, you know what? I'll, I'll toss it because I said I was going to. I'm just going to put it in the Discord. Oop, not, no, that's the wrong one. It is the 14th president. Um, <laughs> what he... Uh, so you guys, again, it's going to be there, but I'll read it off. So the 14th president, Franklin Pierce, ran over an old woman in 1853 on horseback while presumably drunk or possibly drunk. She sure was arrested shortly. What's up? So he sure did. <laughs> Are you aware of this? Oh, yeah. Were uh, you we got to hear, hear Clark's take on this. I, I feel like you got a whole thing about him. I mean, I don't have all the details on this, but Franklin Pierce is, um, he's one of my votes for one of the worst presidents in, uh, in history. <laughs> so a lot of people don't, I hate to say, uh, don't agree with me, but like a lot of people I've talked to when they talk about worst presidents in U.S. history, um, 
it's kind of a three-way tie for John Tyler, uh, which I I get. I definitely get. Um, a lot of people don't like uh, Millard Fillmore. I don't like Millard Millard Fillmore at all, but um, he's different. And um, uh, definitely Franklin Pierce. Franklin Pierce is a terrible, terrible president. He's my vote for the worst president uh, in United in United States history. So not only did he actually drunkenly run over a woman in a carriage, yes, that's the thing. <laughs> um, he. Uh, probably did some of the worst things to lead to the American Civil War. Uh, the Missouri Compromise, um, he was very soft on a lot of the expansion of slavery into the Western uh, states and things like that. Um, he really was kind of a young playboy uh, president for the time. I was going to say, like, the portrait of him, he looks, he doesn't look like a playboy. <laughs> yeah, no, he, was, he was young for his time. He actually was very young for his time. And, uh, yeah, he, he, he just he abused the office and um, didn't do a lot of, uh, at a very harsh time when, like I said, the whole expansion, Western expansion and slavery, uh, what states were going to be slave states and what weren't. Um, a big issue he didn't do anything for and so he kind of botched it and uh yeah he's he's one of the worst culprits i think leading up to the american civil war i think a lot of people think when the american civil war broke out it's just like all of a sudden it's really not it's definitely leading up from there from uh basically jackson's presidency up to um civil war and uh yeah, he's one of the worst offenders so yeah. he did, he just didn't oh. do anything to actually help out. So, but he definitely ran over a woman with carriage because he was drunk. <laughs> he, of all the presidents, I do think he has the best haircut. Wait, hey, what? It's the best dope haircut. Hey, the best yeah, all those dudes with their like weird. Yeah. Come on. That's he, that, he was a playboy. That, that, he was a playboy for the time. That, he could pull that time. off in 2023. Yeah. We're in 2023. Oh. What about Ronald Reagan? What about that? Yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> no, I, I don't George know. Walsh I just, I associate, that's like a grandpa haircut to me. Like the Reagan haircut. It's well, okay. First off, one of my favorite shows, Andy Griffith, it's this exact same haircut. Andy Griffith has. Yeah. It's, it's just, it, to me, it's like a played out era's haircut. It was like, it was way too common <clears throat> to see it all the time. When you watch like a show from that time frame. Uh, but anyway, you know what? I also, I, I also found, Oh God. No, go go. I, you, no, you I do. just I found out the other day that Reagan, before he way before he was a president, he he uh, he snitched on a commie in in Hollywood. He he went before like a whole hearing. He was like, "Yeah, this guy, he's a communist." Really? Like, no. I just feel like if I ever had communistic views, you guys would be like, "Hey, man, that's not right," but we're still going to be your friend. Anyway, <laughs> I just I just felt kind of weird about that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't write you out, but. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh yeah there's a uh, blacklisting is not a thing anymore but uh and then uh uh, uh yeah and i ju and also i wanted to add that i just found out that the three guys that you just named clark were presidents i've never heard of them before oh really miller fillmore and john tyler 
No, those are names I do not recognize. Gosh. There's like some, so like once you get past Jackson and there's like a few in there, I have no, like I remember memorized. So I've probably heard the names before memorization of the presidents, but it was never about anything they did. We didn't go through anything. It was just like they had like a song with the president's names and then you got up to the current one. And it's like pointless information. I find that so funny that so many people know about the presidents based on this song. And I've never known that song. Huh. It must I don't know. Never, it must have been a weird school yeah, never system thing. That song, but uh yeah. After Andrew Jackson, um yeah, there's a there's a slew of pretty crappy guys. So whenever I hear of Garfield, I just think of the cat. <laughs> well, Garfield got shot. So. Did it was he the one with the big tub? No, that was Taft. Taft, that's him. Yeah, so what what was the story? He couldn't get out of the tub, or is that just a myth? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of <laughs> kind of more of a myth than anything. They, yeah. There was the rumor that he had an extra big uh, tub put in the White House for him, but um, no. Yeah. It's the same, the same porcelain tub. <laughs> mm. Okay, Rutherford. Rutherford Hayes. That's Rutherford my vote. Hayes. Oh, for, for the best hair. No, for the best, oh, best, hair. best. Were haircut. you looking up a presidential? Yes, haircut? yes. You guys were talking. I was in my own world. I was looking at hair kits. Time he's wanting best hair. <laughs> Go ahead. Wait, and look wait, at what's it. His, wait, what's his name? Uh, Rutherford B. Hayes. Uh, it, I put the uh, all the presidents except for <laughs> the last two uh, in the the oh, Discord photo. Go ahead and take a look. Take your pick. Hair. All right. This is our <laughs> vote for best hair. All right. Yeah, we'll this, go- this effing weird vote for best hair. Got one uh, vote man, for Rutherford B. Hayes. Look, it's not a bad do. I just like the other guys better. I'm, what? Which guy? This guy could. Uh, hold on. What's the guy's name? Clark. I'm so bad at this. Hold on. Um, uh, Franklin Pierce. His hair could totally be an East Nashville like grunge band. Yeah, haircut. Pierce. He would blend in. I told you he was a playboy, man. East Coast Playboy, you guys no. were you were doubting me. That's no. all it was. That's all he did good in his whole presidency was being East Coast. Uh, he's he's a drunk, but he's an East Coast Playboy. Oh, that that wouldn't that be amazing? Uh, like <laughs> being the dude at the jail, and he's like, "I'm the president." <laughs> Let me like out. okay, buddy. <laughs> we have on the secret pre- servers coming in is like you gotta get him out of here. <laughs> all right. All right. So we definitely okay, we'll wait for Clark's. But it's hard, man. It's- wait, what, what did you what did you send? What did you send? Wait, wait, wait. Where is this? Back where you the, okay. The Discord oh. uh this Discord photos. Discord photos. There's all the presidents except for two. Take a look. Ruthford B. Hayes. Chester Arthur has the worst, I think, right now. So you're going, you're going with Hayes. All right, hold on. <laughs> he got he has the mutton chops. Ugh. Chester. He's like right. He's in the kind of he's a middle row down. <laughs> the numbers are right above 20, them. Oh, 21. Sorry. 21. <laughs> no, that's what? You, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Well, 
his what hair about- just like his hair looks like a Lego guy. It just like clips on. What about number eight? Oh, uh, wait, Martin are we Bo- are we voting worst or best? Best. Oh no! Best what of- I was saying was is it is the worst. <laughs> you guys crack me up. <laughs> we'll, we'll get I'm to saying <laughs> twenty one is the worst. No. All right, fine. Worst no. and best. Okay. What? Clark, what's your best? We 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 <laughs> Franklin Pierce, man. What? what? <laughs> He's the worst president. Worst president. Best hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We know your guys is best. Who has the worst? Because it's definitely not. Oh, who has the worst hair? God. It's definitely man, not fi- just fifteen. Fifteen made like receding hairline into like a mohawk. <laughs> it's kind of cool. <laughs> he just embraced it. He's like he's like European grunge. He's like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna slick this back. I'm gonna puff it up a little bit, that bad boy. I don't know. Martin Van Buren. Yeah, Martin Van Buren's pretty bad because he's a ginger. <laughs> he's a ginger and he has the fucking like sideburns. <laughs> you know what? After looking at all of these guys like back to back, that conspiracy theory that like all the presidents are is not that far fetched. They yeah. all look kind of similar. Yeah. <laughs> those, what are those seven bloodlines? Barack, Barack Obama. He's like, there. He's like, hey. <laughs> he's like well, we're gonna throw the wild card. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, guys, he's smiling. You know why he's smiling like that? He's smiling because he's like, I broke the fucking chain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What what do you call uh, 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 Barack's? Like, is that a buzz cut? I guess, that, like, if it was on a white guy, it would be a buzz cut. Yeah. So what's what's the terminology for not a white guy? I I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I want to say nappy, but that that may I may be crossing the line. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, don't I don't know. know. I watched a, I watched a Chris Rock documentary about hair products for black people. Okay. And I heard the word nappy, so don't get on me. I I don't yeah. Okay, well hold hold on one second. Based on that picture, I'm not gonna hate on Clinton. Clinton is the way he's got the he's got the part <laughs> he's coming up, he's got a full head of hair, so that's that's very bouffant. It's very yeah. very very fluffy. Yeah, I can't hate on that. As a guy who's forty and has uh, I'm not forty yet, but in there and I have a full head of hair, I can't hate on it. So what about Herbert Hoover? 31. Mm. Still in the... Look, I love Andy Griffith, but I just don't care for yeah, the hair. He's, I don't want dismir- to besmirch Andy. Yeah, the square head, though, man. It's getting me. <laughs> We're not going with the shapes of the head. That'll right. be next. Who has the worst head? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Seth, what's, what's your worst? Oh, it's still twenty-one. Are you the wor- <sighs> Do you not? Are you do? You, are you not understanding? It's just a cap of hair, and then it, and then it bleeds seamlessly into mutton chops. Come on, you're worse. twenty-one, Chester Arthur. That's it. What? Uh, or we're voting for worse now? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's not but wrong. I, did you I, not I'm look at? I'm pretty sure there's a part in the center. I mean, it just—it's like a. I, I'm pretty sure I have that hair in my Lego chest somewhere. Martin Van Buren. Did you look at number eight? What, number eight. 
All right, that's that's <laughs> that's getting close to uh, which not cur- Mo Curly and uh, Krusty the, the other Stooge. Yeah. No, <laughs> Stooges. All, all three uh, Stooges. <laughs> Curly, Mo, Mo Curly, and uh, Larry. Larry, Larry. Him, yeah. It, you got to give him credit, though. Martin Van Buren was our first president that English was his second language. Oh, shit. Really? Where? Wait, what did he speak before that? He was Dutch. Oh. Where was he born? I want to see that birth certificate. Well, <laughs> he was in America during the American Revolution. That's why he became a president. <laughs> so technically, he was an American citizen, but... I'm saying... But was it born when America was formed? Now I just want to, now I want to look up George Washington's birth certificate. I don't know. You do realize thing. our national language almost was German. Really? Oh yeah, it was only like two votes. But wait, 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 wait! There was a vote. Yeah, there was a vote for what our national language would be: German or wait. English. So wait, so like the okay, so Ben Franklin, all these guys that like what like did they were they bilingual? Yeah, uh, yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, Ben Franklin spoke German and French. So, what? You also remember well, too, like languages then, like it was like a hundred words, and you could pretty much. Th- yeah, they like, didn't have like yeet and dab and yeah. uh, uh, things like that. Fun. Well, well. Okay, <laughs> wait. Is it true that uh, Ben Franklin wanted the national? bird to be a turkey yes Yes, that's true (laughs) we locked out (laughs) (laughs) now this is the only thing i will say is uh uh we have a lot of turkey here and when you're like right up close they are formidable they are like kind of scary they they have like basically like uh raptor legs and and they just gotta look at you so i can see someone looking at that and being like damn that will be my national bird but at the same time, I still have all this imagery, cartoon and imagery of like Thanksgiving. And I'm like, that's silly. So I don't know. Right. right? Like uh, to eat our national bird on Thanksgiving, <laughs> like that would be. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was illegal to kill turkeys and like eagles were okay? That would be nuts. Oh, having like. Wait, wait, have you ever seen like turkeys actually run? Like seen them in no. wild? I've seen him kind of charge a little bit and fluff, but not like full on run. Uh, no, yeah, turkeys. Uh, when you see them actually like run in a, I've seen them about like about twelve, like in a flock, like run. And it's crazy. Um, they'll have like a big Jake out front, and Jake is what they call like the big leader. And uh, yeah. I don't know how that's if that's what they normally do but um it's just crazy to see like they they just run out and, and but yeah they're like they run like raptors like jurassic park basically yeah so. I, dude growing up around uh chickens and turkeys i i totally think they're holdovers from what we had left of dinosaurs like there's just something there they're weird yeah I want to meet an ostrich. You. Uh, when you hunt Turkeys, they like come at you. You have to actually do blinds and stuff like to fool them because oh. like they're smart and they know you're looking at them. So you have to like fool them to come to you and then they walk up to you, everything, and they start actually like, uh, they start fronting, they start throwing their wings out, everything like that. Like, 
like challenging you. Yeah. And then you have to shotgun him in the head. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Sorry for everyone that doesn't know how turkey hunting goes, but yes. (laughs) Gotta shoot him in the head. (laughs) That that is actually how you have to kill him. You have to shoot, you have to headshot turkeys. So, yeah. I'm sure that's like, well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. You wouldn't want to like body shot. I think think that's like with most animals like when you go hunting you don't want to could you imagine all the buckshot you'd have to like spit out if you body shotted them yeah yeah that's the thing and like and not most animals (laughs) like you're saying uh yeah it's it's weird uh with hunting stuff so but yeah with turkeys you gotta yeah headshot that's all you can do didn't some like high society areas where they would like up in the north where they would uh, hunt and they would come back to their mansion. They would go like pheasant hunting and then they would have like a plate to spit the, the, uh, the shot out. Yeah. Um, so like with grouse and uh, like pheasant and things like that, um, you do have bird shot that you have to actually occasionally pluck out. Um, same thing with actually in the south with like a uh, dove hunting with it we call it dove hunting you're not actually shooting doves um is um uh what do you call it uh oh gosh i forget the actual bird um they call it dove hunts but uh corn shins and stuff like that that's what yeah um this Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> no, no, I, I felt like I interrupted you, so I stopped. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, things like that. Um, yeah, you don't ever have to actually pick lead out of stuff. It's very rare. But, I guess unless you uh, saw it, I saw it in a movie once, so. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> bird hunting. I don't do it that, I, I've never do bird hunting, so it's not my thing. Yeah. Um, this conversation reminds me of when uh, George uh, takes uh, Susan uh, Su- or George and Susan go to meet George meets Susan's parents in Seinfeld and they're like rich people up in New York. And so they're eating pheasant and, and they bring a, a Costa- or a George's dad, you know, uh, Ben Stiller's dad that plays Frank Costanza. And he's like, and he's like just a working class dude and from like Brooklyn. And he's like, so the, 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 there's the rooster, the chicken, the hen. He's like, if, if the rooster is, is having sex with the, uh, the hen, who's having sex with the chick. And then the, the father of Susan's goes like, uh, the rooster has sex with all of them. And then he goes, that's perverse. <laughs> What's like the going whole- to my bit. Best What's scenes. the holiday that he uh, celebrates? Festivus. Festivus. Uh, Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> we we, a- we air out our grievances with our family and loved ones in front of this aluminum pole. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, all right. To kind of bring this all back in from Festivus and bird hunting... The 14th president apparently has the best haircut. I don't agree with it, but both of you are going with Pierce. And then we, 
I don't think we ever came up with a, a worst haircut. I mean, there's a couple bad ones out there. 21. I don't, I don't have an issue with Chester Arthur. I can't believe we have come back to the presence. <laughs> I think we got time for probably one more, uh, one more topic on the fishbowl. And we're probably going to go down a weird rabbit hole because I know both of you probably have some insight on this next one is the the egg production in the U.S. How eggs have skyrocketed <laughs> for I've got I, I have some th- I have some very angry points on this, but I can hold it like you don't want to share them or no, no, I'm saying like it, I want you to share your thoughts. It's just like, uh, this is a pretty bad situation. So yeah, I, it again, yeah, there's, if you, if you're unaware, I think most of everyone is, but we do have some listeners in, in the UK, but, um, the, the egg production plants in the United States, a lot of them have gone up in flames and a lot of, uh, chickens, hens, you know, they've been killed. So the the price of eggs is through the roof right now in the states. So I'd like to hear you guys' thoughts on this and what you guys think. I think to me, I'll just throw my two cents in real quick. Is it's the same thing with um, uh, what was happening? I oh, it was the uh, it was the General Mills like uh, a while back. I think it was like this past summer. A lot of like General Mills. That's a like a, a like the cereal, the wheat factories, a lot of them were like going up in flames. A lot of them were somehow like burning up and everything. I think it's plane on the crash. same lines of that. What's up? It was one was a plane crash. There were several. Yeah. One was a plane crash. And then there yep. was another one, which it's like, what are the odds that mm-hmm. the, of like a planes crashing into these food production facilities? Very odd. And I feel like it's almost on the same lines where like they are skyrocketing food prices and for yeah i don't know i don't know who they is i don't know what but i think there is a conspiracy behind some of all this i think it's i think it's some of it might be planned but uh what do you guys think i got a layer uh uh, to to go a little bit deeper on this so there there's been this recent thing that's been happening to where uh people like there's a lot of uh local people around me that do uh chickens and they have, uh, you know, their chicken coops set up to where they can go and free range and whatnot. Well, every, most people know, and, and this is not just here. This is all over the country. Um, most people know that, you know, around wintertime, egg production slows down. The chicken just doesn't lay them as much. They do still lay a little bit, just not as much. It, it just kind of goes dormant for a while until spring. Um, but it's not that long, and they still do produce eggs. Uh, it's rarer. So recently what's been going on is the feed since it's winter the people are been using there's a the very main brand of feed that people mainly go to uh, you can get it you know you can get it everywhere all these supply places and um they've been feeding them uh over winter and and some in the fall and then you know bleeds into spring well what's really strange is uh the egg production of local egg, like the chickens should be laying more now uh they the it should be a tick up in their laying um but around the fall time 
when they were feeding them this feed, they, you know, it, it spreads it out because a lot of time there's predators around. So they keep them in their coop a little bit longer. Winter food gets scarce. So foxes come out and, you know, things are more hungry. And also there's less like bugs and things for the chickens to eat in like the free range. So they'll supplement with feed. The feed uh, they've been feeding them. Uh, all of a sudden, people started noticing all over the country that their uh, chickens stopped producing eggs earlier through and through the winter, just completely stopped and are still doing that. So people have been stopping using that feed and letting them go out in the yard, even though things haven't completely sprung up. And all of a sudden, the chickens are starting to produce again. Now, uh, my the, the conspiracy is, is that the the producers of the feed are intentionally doing this to slow down local production. So people like me that, you know, use a lot of local eggs, go back to the super supermarkets and use those eggs, which there are also a shortage of. Um, so it's weird. It's really weird. But there's been videos circulating around of people talking about how they've they've decided to completely stop using that feed and let them eat more naturally. And all of a sudden they're they start laying again. Uh, so I don't know it, the, it seems like they might, it, companies might be, uh, utilizing some form of essentially ca chemical castration that, that seems to wear off to slow it down, uh, in conjunction with these plants going up. It's, it's weird. I don't know if it's, I don't know what the angle is. I don't know if it's about raising the prices of the, the, the main chains that produce eggs. I don't know if it's about. Um, making uh, food more scarce. There's like, because when you look at the the General Mills stuff on all the 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 comp, all the stuff that deals with grain, like similar things have happened. And uh, you know, w uh, here in the states, well, m the majority of our food is extremely tainted. It's 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 really bad unless you're buying like local farm people that don't uh, use antibiotics, don't use hormones, don't use this or that, and they let their animals free range graze or whether it be chickens or beef or whatever, uh, unless you're buying local, like it, like it's, it's really abysmal food in our market, but I, that's with it. I think, I think the theory behind like some of this is like, if I'm not saying it is, um, but it's one of those things where it's like, if a certain group of people can control and make it to where there's panic and you need to rely on them and they can like, you know, provide a, a security blanket or like a, so let's just take the whole eggs thing, like the, the scarce food thing where it's like, Oh no, we can't now we don't have uh, a means to like, let's say the, like the feed is tainted. Right. And uh local, you know, locals who are, you know, getting their own eggs or whatever can't get those eggs anymore. You go to the supermarket, there's already a shortage. Well, who do we turn to? And there's someone there to be like, oh, here you can you can get these eggs from me. Like they're government issued eggs. Now you're relying on the government or what I'm not saying it is, but it, it, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like if you can start controlling like food and aspects of people's lives like that, you then you got like hook, line, sinker, you got, you can start controlling people. And it that's, it may or may not be that way where it's, because I feel like that it wouldn't surprise me 
and like I've I've said this before, some people are just shit, and I like some people are just greedy and like out to get their you know do whatever. But it wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if something like that was actually happening. But it's it's a scary thought. It it really is like to and I like I. I have a lot of respect for you, Seth, because you we've talked before where you you said you've given your your cats like a whole chicken and they just like yeah. they just they just eat that for like a day or you know whatever. And I was I saw a post of like someone opening up their cat food and it was just like it was just tainted. It was just like it's, old it's junk. It's junk. Yeah. You know what made me really stop buying all that processed wet food a long time ago was uh not just that, but also the lesser brands of kibble. Uh, they started to find euthanasia drug in trace amounts in the in the uh, kibble and wet food. And the theory is that they didn't do this intentionally to hurt your animals. What they're doing is they're 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 really skimping on protein sources. There's really no regulation in the pet food market to speak mm-hmm. of. There's a little bit, but not much. Um, and so when you are uh, really you're a giant corporation trying to really whittle down your bottom line, uh, the theory is that they've been taking uh, animals from kill shelters that were euthanized and processing that protein because it's essentially free protein and trace amounts of that drug have gotten into uh, food supply. You can look that up. That's a that's an issue. Um, but now you want to go deep. This whole thing that you're talking about, how the system is basically perpetuating itself to where people have to depend on it more. Uh, the UK is recently uh, fiddling around with some laws to outlaw uh, wood stoves and uh, like fireplace type wood stoves and, and stuff. Uh, be, and it's all under the guise. I'm telling you, like I have, I want the world to be clean. I want, you know, us to have the most efficient f- fuel and, and not pollute the planet. I'm all for that. But, but the, it really boils down to, uh, them using the, this green movement as this guise of just more layers of control on you. The moment you can't, uh, like if the power grid goes out and you can't light a wood stove to keep yourself warm, to cook, whatever, <clears throat> that's a huge issue on on self-reliance. And then you get down into kind of a more Orwellian, uh, Orwellian mindset of like, well, what's the ultimate end? was like, you know, food lines and ra- like, the system wants you to depend on it. And, and so uh, I know in the States they've tried to do that. It's a lot harder here because there's pushback, but they, they in new zoning, whenever you're building a house, they uh, they're making it harder and harder to zone new houses with fireplaces. Mm. Um, And uh, you know, depend on the grid. I mean, you're just plugged into these multi-tiered layers of control that have to do with profits, have to do with control, have to do with all kinds of things. But uh, if you can't, if you can't have a firearm, if you can't have a, a way to filter your water or keep your house warm or all these regulations, uh, these like, like rain harvesting, you, you can absolutely safely harvest rain. You have to know what you're doing. You, you need to know how distilling water works and how filtration works because it's not good to drink just straight up rainwater. But the fact that it's illegal in a lot of areas, you know, that's crazy. Cause you can collect endless amounts of rainwater and have pretty advanced filtration systems off the grid and be 100% fine. Yeah. <sighs> Clark, what do you think? We, myself and Seth just like unloaded right there. What do you, what yeah, do you think I mean, about all this? 
I mean, all of that's true. Everything he just said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yep. True. And, um, am ready and capable to do so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It, yeah. I, I, th- I think it's just like, I think we can all agree that it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a scary thought. I, th- here's the, here's the weird thing though. And Seth, you kind of said it before you kind of hope or wish about something like weird, like that happening. But it's, I don't know, there's a, there's a weird, like, doomsday, like, end of the world. Like, I don't know what it is about it, but I feel, there's just, like, an it's itch. freedom. You I think do whatever you want. I can, be a bu- I can be a bullet king. I can, <laughs> it, I can, it, it literally is the dream. I'm not going to lie. Like, it is the dream. But at the same time, I know that at my age and everything, like, uh, there's no good out to it. Like I'm going to like, if it, you know, when this whole like post-apocalyptic, like if everything goes to shit and we get a post Western civilization thing going on, uh, I, I mean, I, I know what the end is. It's like, it's probably not good for me. I get well, okay. a good, I get a good run for like a fantasy. <laughs> I, I just see nothing. I see I nothing but for a couple of years. But it's, it's I see not nothing but wins. So you're saying that ultimately it would be bad for you? Well, no, yeah, I'm saying that it, I'm saying it will end for me. I'm not gonna like get to die nice in my sleep, <laughs> dude. But, but, but like with with bullets come power. Like I mean, you could you could you could absorb all the local resources. You could start having like these ragtag groups of guys that sh- go into the yeah. town and harvest oh, well, I mean, everything. Know, you can go. You can go and you can make your own back. harem or harem, however place. you pronounce it. Uh, see, we no. I'm I'm already <laughs> realistic about it. I know exactly where my fallback is. I know exactly who my cadre is of people. I know who's coming there. It's not going to be a harem, and I'm not going to have like, I'm not going to have like, uh, you know, grandiose time. Is it's actually going to be work of like, yeah, we've got a we've got a garden, we got to work it. We've got this. We've got a perimeter. We have to yeah, like maintain that. Like, it's not going to be great. I mean, it'll be cool. It'll be cooler than the than the nine to five grind of doing a job. <laughs> yeah, but was- it's it's not it's not going to be beautiful. It's not going to be great. And I'm not going to have a harem of people to sleep with. <laughs> it's just going to be actual like. I know exactly where my spot is. I know what weapons I have. I know where to maintain them. I know the people I have around me. And, uh, and if I'm actually really lucky, I'll hook up with a group and maybe we'll actually go scout out and we'll actually go do some cool shit. So I, I know know where the retaining, I know where the retaining point is. I know where if, if shit goes down and Western civilization falls, I know exactly where my retaining point is. And that's where like that's fallback point one that is home base i have people that i can connect with and maybe i can do some cool shit and you know you can say hbo make a show about this <laughs> it's not, not going to be cool like it's uh, it's going to be ugly see i just want like a master race of seths like i'll i'll try to i'll genghis khan my way as much as i can i'll i'll, I'll have uh i'll find a way like you know 
it, it, I'll, I'll offer protection for people that are willing to build subterranean systems for me. Things like that. How how long, honestly, do you guys think... I've had, I've had enough of this. <laughs> how long, honestly, do you guys think it would take before like stuff starts to fall apart? So like, let's just say tomorrow morning you wake up, everything is off the grid. Nope, phones don't work. Quickly, quickly. You think, Especially it, if you're closer to a city. Do you think oh, it would happen? If like, you I, off, I mean, If you cut off the water... Every every major if you cut off the water supply three days, everything's done. Everything think, is everything is chaotic. People are murdering people in the streets. You should have seen what it was like when we ran out of toilet paper in Nashville. People <laughs> people got nasty. It was it was nuts, and that was at the beginning of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Three so, days. Water shuts down. Three days. Everything goes crazy. I th- I think I think there would be this moment of like calm before the storm. You know what I mean? Like where it's just like you wake up, you know, you like you you start to try to like identify what is going on, maybe like might reach out to your neighbors, but then I think it's kind of like what you were saying Clark where it's like you like people start to realize like 72 hours. Real. Yeah, like this hours and people are raiding the you know, stores for bottled water. And then they realize bottled water doesn't matter anymore. They want to get out. And then all the roads are clogged. Everything is panic. So that's hot. And that's when I start recruiting all my houses. I start going through all your stuff. Because I'm I'm set on food. I don't I don't have to worry about gardening for a while. Uh like i I just I'm just taking your shit after that. And then I, I'm building barricades. Like I know like some of this stuff I say is like in jest and funny, but like, yeah, I, I mean I have I, I have uh I have a bulldozer at my disposal. Uh I with a backhoe. Like I can move shit. I can I can set up a perimeter very quickly. Um I I I just have things already laid in place ready for this and i'm i there's a part of me that is excited there's a another part of me that knows that it would that there are people in my friend groups and family that i would want close to me that would not handle this as well as me they would Mm -hmm. be very freaked out while i would be thriving it would be like the summer of seth but uh you know summer of seth (laughs) another seinfeld (laughs) reference sorry (laughs) Uh, I'm the same boat though. I have well garden, uh, plenty of animals, and ready to retreat. Got enough area to retreat. So, do you what, what would you what would your plan, Clark, be in terms of raw materials? Like, um, like you have your spot and everything. What if you needed fortification? Do you do you ever think of like that kind of angle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um. Uh, the Ford, I guess, area you would consider the house, like a ranch thing, is uh is totally, I'll willing to give it up. I'll backtrack into the woods. So yeah. So there's a, a defensible. It's a it's a complete defensible area. So yeah, there's always that. Yeah, and it's in a bowl shape. So yeah. Um, so basically, if I have to retreat. Uh, to where I need to retreat to, 
is actually also measured off because that's my gun range. So uh, once I get back through the first area, um, if I have to retreat to that, you get to the gun range. I will go back to the berm, and then I know exactly where the 400-yard actual marker is. And that's exactly where uh, all the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to say, you know, you know exactly where I'm You know that's where the, yeah. the deadline will be. So Yeah. That's all I guess. Um, there's a few places that I've had my eye on uh, that are uh, more like extremely deep parking garages that go down several several layers um yeah, but this is, all, like that's, this is all open this is all open area but remember yeah. what we mean you were talking about earlier about two or threes yes okay that's all I yeah the know. wind yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> without saying it on craig that's all i'm yeah. saying two or threes on both sides so yeah, there's no everything's choke points everything's choke points so. yeah I think I think the thing that messes me up is that tinker side of me, that creative like building side of me. I'm wanting to make and do tinker with stuff. I'm like I'm I'm thinking of way too many scenarios. Like I've got there's a few places I have picked out that would be I like. Well, I mean, like okay, Fallout scenario. I've got a, a location in mind for that kind of scenario, and then like regular just everything falls apart because of social problems uh more like yeah i've got ideas on that but uh i'm also looking around for like materials where like barricades could be dragged in place and that kind of thing to and uh anyway oh yeah i'm I now now and i'm now, now i'm like not, not wanting to I'm not wanting to say too much. <laughs> well, all right, this is what we'll do. We'll get, <clears throat> we'll, we'll make a specific day for prepping episode. We'll make sure we have all our, you know, I's dotted and T's crossed and everything like that for when we have that talk. And we'll, we'll, we're actually, so you, the audience members, so you're aware, we're trying to get someone who is a prepper onto the show to kind of give us their, uh, their takes on stuff. We'll, we'll keep you guys updated on that. Um, but yeah, the, uh, you guys want to do one more topic or yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we got two all right well this okay so we'll do one more topic and then we'll we'll close it up for the uh for the fishbowl 11 let's see what it lands on it is oh it would be funny if it landed on one of the topics cuz it just it works <laughs> oh no <laughs> It, it didn't land on the one that I thought it was going to land on. Um, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to toss it into the chat, and then you guys, I, w- I want your guys' opinion on it. I'm not even going to say what it is until you guys look at it, and then add in some members. We'll, uh, we'll <laughs> go from there. <laughs> oh no. Is that is that real? Oh, the the swing in the babies. <laughs> is that real? So, yeah. Yeah. So, so what <laughs> what what they're looking at right now, and if if you're an audience member, it's called baby yoga. I don't know if any of you have heard of it, but this woman does like yoga with her baby, but she literally is tossing this baby Just around. Swings. 
and, and she's like swinging it. it. Like it looks like really unsafe shit. So <clears throat> I saw it. I knew I had to put it in the fishbowl. <laughs> the 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 West Coast moms they've they've gone too far. <laughs> yeah. So like so babies, their 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 bones haven't like you don't have your full two hundred and six bones or whatever. Like they're still. Forming. So the idea behind it is like slinging them around and like getting them stretched out and everything. So like, I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know what benefit you get from this, but I knew what it was when, when I saw it, like I had seen this before and it was like, Oh, stretching the baby out. And it's like, oh. because but, they don't have like a, like you don't dislocate. A baby's arms when you sling them around at that age, like they're they're still forming everything. So it's like all of that, like the ligaments and uh, like all that muscle tissue is like still like taut and everything. So they're just like, yeah, they're just like getting slung around and it's so <laughs> weird. I I, has, has this so lady weird. ever heard of SIDS? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, right? But what that's I, what I mean. What, when I have a kid, like SIDS, I think is the most terrifying condition that that would just, that freaks me out. But that, I don't know, yanking your baby around like that. That's what, but that's like, I don't, I don't know how either one of you, I don't know how like either one of you were raised, but I'm pretty sure my mom or my parents didn't stretch me out <laughs> for my, for everything to fit in place. They just kind of let me like, you know, crawl around, sit there. Yeah. Turned out just fine. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, you, the audience member, go ahead and go to our Discord, take a look at that. Or if you don't want to do that, just type in baby yoga into, I'm sure, Google or any search engine, and you'll see what we're talking about. It's uh, pretty crazy stuff. I don't, yeah, I don't see a purpose for it. I think it's, I think if anything, it's pretty harmful. I mean, I don't know. This is just outside looking in. Well, they're also, they're, uh, the bones on their skull uh, aren't fully formed. I remember when, like, my my uh, nieces and nephews were babies, and uh, it was so weird. Like that that like right here before the what is it? The sagittal suture closes. Their their brain is essentially exposed, and you can like touch it, and it's creepy. Um, yeah, <laughs> shaking a baby around it's like me, that in a skull. That's, the what? So you gave me the heebie-jeebies just saying that. I, like, I know, I know. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, but like you, I, their brain and like the the helmet that is the, their cranium isn't fully formed and their brain's like sloshing around. I don't know. <laughs> Slosh, like it has so much room. <laughs> <laughs> like it isn't, aren't babies' brains like really smooth because the surface area hasn't developed? Yeah. yeah. I just oh. feel like you're asking for problems with that. But yeah. it leads in flawlessly to an upcoming episode of That's Effin' Weird about the Big Lebowski. And uh, if anyone's seen that meme, this reminds me very much where she's sh- specifically where the baby's upside down and she's shaking him back and forth. <laughs> the, the, there's a meme where this like uh, this rabbi is like dunking a baby for baptism oh, and, yes. and someone dubbed uh, tell me where the money is Lebowski. <laughs> tell me where... <laughs> Give me a second. It's down there. So tell me where. The- <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah, I've seen that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, I don't know how much we had to talk about the baby yoga, but I, I again, I saw it and I was like, okay, we got it, we got to toss it in there. So, yeah, uh, the uh, all the all the clips and everything like that. Go ahead and go to Discord. You can check them out. Final thoughts though on a- anything and everything that we had talked about. We talked about a lot. We went down like the AI trip. We talked about life. We talked about the system. We talked about the president's haircuts. We we were. We were all over the place this episode, so. But any final thoughts? Oh, man. <sighs> man just just so many topics. <laughs> don't wanna, so don't many wanna, topics. I don't want to backtrack on anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. We'll, we'll start again. <laughs> never end. <laughs> Maybe we'll, in the future, I'll talk about uh, presidential facial hair. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. I'll you know there I'll hasn't that... been a modern president with beard. Nope. So I think it's I think it's frowned upon. Like I think it's it, like maybe not frowned upon, but it's not like a professional look anymore. Oh, it's too it's, working class for you, Joe. No, no, I'm not saying that. Like I got mine, you know, whatever. But it's he's rocking the city. Teddy yeah. Roosevelt, he's the last one that did it, and he was the main least president. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, maybe there's a whole conspiracy testosterone back in this equation. <laughs> they need to sniff some cat pee. <laughs> hey, bringing it full circle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, you as the audience member, if you enjoyed what you listened to, got plenty more episodes coming up, plenty more fishbowls that hopefully you guys uh, will, you know, listen to and enjoy. Again, if you have any comments, anything like that that maybe you want us to cover, go ahead and go over to our Discord. Leave comments anywhere. We got plenty of highlight videos on YouTube. Got TikTok going. Um, so yeah, you know, just just let us know what you let us know what you want to do, not what you want to do, but what you want us to cover, right? And then you know, there is one last thing that I do want you guys to remember is that we don't want stuff that's normal. We want stuff. That is effing weird. We're good. We're shooting from the hip.